ऑल इंडिया रेडियो प्रेजेंट्स मॉर्निंग न्यूज गुड मॉर्निंग आई एम साइरा मुश्तबा एंड विद मी इज वैभव ज्योत्सना श्रीवास्तव द हेडलाइंस यूनियन गवर्नमेंट अप्रूव इंक्रीज इन द मिनिमम सपोर्ट प्राइस फॉर ऑल मैंडेटेड खरीफ क्रॉप फॉर मार्केटिंग सीजन टू थाउजेंड ट्वेंटी वन ट्वेंटी टू वन क्रॉड ट्वेंटी लैक फार्मर्स बेनिफिट फ्रॉम प्रोक्योरमेंट ऑपरेशन विद एमएसपी वैल्यू ऑफ ओवर वन लैख फिफ्टी नेशनल कोविड रिकवरी रेट इंप्रूव More than 24 crore COVID vaccine doses administered in the country so far under the world's largest vaccination drive. Gujarat government to relax COVID lockdown curbs following constant decline in cases. Jharkhand extends COVID lockdown for one more week with certain relaxations. IISC Bengaluru tops QS World University rankings in research category. Three Indian universities also achieved top 200 positions. Red alert issued for Mumbai as monsoon becomes active in Maharashtra. Residential structure collapses in Mumbai suburb, killing 11 people. And in French Open tennis, 13-time champion Rafael Nadal to face top-seeded Novak Djokovic in men's singles semi-final. As many states are relaxing lockdown norms, we advise our listeners not to lower their guard. As COVID-19 pandemic remains a threat to our health, please stay at home unless it is essential to go out and continue to follow the four simple steps: wear a face mask, maintain two meters of distance for social distancing, focus on hand and face hygiene, and get vaccinated. For any COVID-related information and guidance, contact National Helpline numbers 011-2397-8046 and 1075. And now the news in detail. The Cabinet Committee on Economic Affairs, chaired by Prime Minister Narendra Modi, approved increase in the minimum support price for all mandated Kharif crops for marketing season 2021-22. Briefing reporters in New Delhi after the cabinet meeting yesterday, Agriculture Minister Narendra Singh Tomar said, "The government has increased the MSP of Kharif crops to ensure remunerative prices to the growers for their produce." The expected returns to farmers over their cost of production are estimated to be highest in case of bajra which is 85% followed by urad 65% and tur 62% 2018 mein pradhan mantri ji ne nirnay kiya aur tab se lekar ab tak lagatar fasal ke anusar ya msp samay par lagat par 50% munafa jod kar badhai jati hai aur us par kisan ka jab fasal aa jaye to khareed ki vyavastha bhi ki ja sakti जैसा कि अभी हाल ही में हम सब लोग उपार्जन के दौर से गुजर रहे हैं जून 21 तक पिछले वर्ष इसी अवधि में तीन सौ खरीद हुई थी और उसकी तुलना में अगर आज देखेंगे तो चार सौ से अधिक यह खरीद गेहूं की हो गई और इसका लाभ पैंतालीस लाख किसानों को मिला है He said the highest absolute increase in MSP over the previous year has been recommended for sesame which is 452 rupees per quintal followed by tur and urad 300 rupees per quintal each in case of groundnut there has been an increase of 275 rupees per quintal and for niger seed an increase of 235 rupees per quintal in comparison to last year एमएसपी है और एमएसपी आगे भी रहेगी लगातार रबी और खरीफ के एमएसपी घोषित की जा रही है 
सरकार गेहूं और धान का उपार्जन एफसीआई के माध्यम से कर रही है दलहन और तिलहन का जो उपार्जन है वो भारत सरकार अपनी अन्य एजेंसियों के माध्यम से कर रही है इसलिए इसमें किसी को भी कहीं भ्रम रखने की आवश्यकता नहीं है एमएसपी चल रही है एमएसपी बढ़ रही है एमएसपी पर खरीद भी बढ़ रही है और मैं धन्यवाद देना चाहता हूं किसानों को कि किसान बंधु अच्छी मेहनत कर रहे हैं उसके परिणाम स्वरूप उत्पादकता भी बढ़ रही है और अगर टोटल में हम देखेंगे तो कुल मिला लागत पर बासठ प्रतिशत की वृद्धि इस बार की जो निर्णय है उनमें हो रही है The union government today said about 1 crore 20 lakh farmers have already benefited from the ongoing procurement operations with MSP value of over 1,54,000 crore rupees. About 46 lakh farmers have benefited from the ongoing wheat procurement during the current Ravi marketing season. Consumer Affairs Ministry said a quantity of over 418 lakh tons of wheat has been procured against last year's corresponding purchase of 373 lakh tons. It said 12.22% more wheat has been procured in comparison to the corresponding period last year. The ministry said procurement of wheat is continuing smoothly in the procuring states of Uttar Pradesh, Bihar, Rajasthan, Gujarat, Himachal Pradesh and Jammu and Kashmir. The union cabinet has approved the allotment of 5 megahertz spectrum and 700 megahertz frequency band to the Indian Railways for public safety and security services at stations and in trains. With the spectrum the railways has envisaged to provide long term evolution LTE based mobile train radio communication on its route the estimated investment in the project is more than 25000 crore rupees and it will be completed in the next 5 years the purpose of the LTE for railways is to provide secure and reliable voice video and data communication services for operational safety and security applications Briefing reporters in New Delhi after the cabinet meeting yesterday the information and broadcasting minister Prakash Zavadekar said this will enhance safety and security of the train operations Yes 700 megahertz ke band mein diya jayega to bahut hi unke sanchar vyavastha mein aur unki suraksha uske karan ye bahut farak padega pehla farak ye padega ki abhi tak railway ka communication optical fiber ke dwara hota tha अब ये अत्याधुनिक स्पेक्ट्रम मिलने के कारण ये अब रेडियो कम्युनिकेशन होगा रियल टाइम होगा और इसलिए सेफ्टी बहुत बढ़ेगी सिग्नल का भी इसमें संचार और सिग्नलिंग दोनों में परिणाम होगा अच्छा संचार में भी सुधार आएगी गति आएगी क्वांटम होगा और सिग्नलिंग में भी इसका निश्चित प्रभाव होगा The country reported 92,596 new COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours. During the same period over 162,000 people recovered from the infection. The health ministry said the recovery rate has further improved to 94.55%. Till now over 2 crore 75 lakh people have been discharged. In the last 24 hours 2219 deaths were reported. With this the total death toll in the pandemic has reached 353,528. More than 24 crore COVID vaccine doses have been administered in the country so far under the world's largest vaccination drive. The Union Health Ministry said more than 31 lakh 31,000 vaccine doses were administered till 7 p.m. yesterday. The country had launched nationwide vaccination drive on the 16th of January this year. The ministry said over 3 crore 38 lakh persons across 37 states and union territories have received vaccine doses since the start of phase 3 of the vaccination drive 
द स्टेट्स ऑफ बिहार डेली गुजरात हरियाणा कर्नाटका मध्य प्रदेश महाराष्ट्र राजस्थान तमिलनाडु तेलंगाना उत्तर प्रदेश एंड वेस्ट बंगाल हैव इनोक्यूलेटेड मोर देन टेन लाख बेनिफिशरीज इन द एज ग्रुप ऑफ एटीन टू फोर्टी फोर ईयर्स विद द फर्स्ट डोज ऑफ कोविड वैक्सीन The Union Health Ministry's timely intervention ensured in mitigating the effects of the COVID pandemic. The ministry has time and again taken several measures to communicate correct and verified information to its citizens. In an attempt to resolve several queries related to the COVID vaccination program, the center used all possible mediums to reach out to the people and dispel all related myths. Our correspondent takes a look at one such frequently asked question by the people with regard to the concern about the amount of antibodies generated by the covid vaccine. Director at All India Institute of Medical Sciences AIMS New Delhi Dr. Randeep Guleria has said that efficacy of vaccine should not be judged only by the amount of antibodies they are able to generate in the body. He informs that in addition to antibodies vaccines help in boosting immunity against specific infections through multiple other ways. Dr. Guleria has said that like many other vaccines covid vaccines also develop cell mediated immunity and immunity through memory cells Dr Guleria affirmed that data available till now shows clearly that efficacy of all vaccines whether covaxin covishield or sputnik v are more or less equivalent therefore he suggested to take whichever jab is available at the earliest and not pick choose or wait for vaccine of preference Anand Chaturvedi AIR news Delhi A total of 337 new confirmed cases of coronavirus infection were reported in the national capital yesterday. The Delhi government said during the same period 752 people recovered and 36 deaths were reported in the city. In Jharkhand, the existing lockdown which ended this morning has been further extended for a period of 1 week till the June of 17th following certain relaxations and unlock two guidelines issued by the state government. The existing health safety week will be observed in the state till June the 17th along with a complete lockdown during the weekend from evening 4 p.m. on June the 12th to morning 6 a.m. on June the 14th falling in between. More details from our Ranchi correspondent. Complete lockdown in the state will be observed during the weekend falling between the health safety week. Only medical facilities and shops have been allowed to open. In unlock 2, relaxations to open all shops in 23 districts till 4 p.m. has been provided. No relaxation has been given in the most infected district of East Sangbhum. All government and private offices shall now be open till 4 p.m. with one third attendance. e-passes for any movement within the state for private vehicles is necessary interstate buses have been prohibited while mandatory home quarantine of 7 days has been made compulsory other existing guidelines shall remain the same shilpi air news ranchi orissa has made a mark in supplying medical oxygen to other states during the second wave of the pandemic laying virtual foundation stones for seven liquid medical oxygen plants in seven districts of the state yesterday Chief Minister Navin Patnaik said that Odisha has helped save many lives from COVID-19 by continuous supply of medical oxygen to as many as 17 oxygen deficit states. More from our Odisha correspondent. 
Odisha has already supplied more than 28,000 metric tons of life-saving medical oxygen through dedicated corridors to many other states and union territories. Odisha police has been ensuring the safe passage of the oxygen tankers from the points of origin. On the other hand, its own medical oxygen consumption too has come down to about 61 metric tons per day. The state has been reporting fresh infraction of about 6,000 cases daily for the last couple of days, indicating a test positivity rate below 9%. Meanwhile, the state government has decided to set up RT-PCR test laboratories in all the 30 districts of the state, with 17 of these already equipped with such labs to make the battle against the virus further localized. Girish Chandradas, EIR News, Bhuvaneshwar. In Bihar, the overall COVID death count increased to 9,375 after the state health department added 3,951 more fatalities while announcing the audit report of unregistered deaths caused by the infection so far. The Patna High Court had instructed the state government on 18th of May to verify all COVID deaths in the state. Pratyay Amrit, additional chief secretary health, said the verification exercise lasted 20 days. He said these deaths had remained unaccounted and departmental action will be taken against the officers who failed to provide the COVID death data on time. In Gujarat, the state government has decided to relax the curbs following constant decline in the COVID-19 cases. According to official sources, hotels, restaurants, gyms and religious places will reopen from tomorrow with certain restrictions. This decision has been taken in a core committee meeting chaired by Chief Minister Vijay Rupani at Gandhinagar yesterday. More from our Ahmedabad correspondent. Apart from home delivery and takeaway facilities, the hotels and restaurants can now operate between 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. with 50% sitting capacity. Gymnasiums can also reopen with 50% capacity under strict COVID protocols. Similarly, the political, social, religious and cultural programs can be held with the attendance of maximum 50 persons during 11th to 26th June. All religious places can remain open with not more than 50 visitors allowed to gather at a time. Parks, gardens and libraries will be allowed to reopen between 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Commercial establishments including shops will now remain open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. However, the night curfew in 36 cities of the state will continue from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yogesh Pandya, AR News, Ahmedabad. In Madhya Pradesh, new cases of COVID-19 have come down below 500. Chief Minister Shivrat Singh Chauhan has said that the corona infection in the state is now nearing its end. The Chief Minister reviewed the situation arising out of the second wave of the pandemic and the arrangements for it at Bhopal. More from our Bhopal correspondent. The state ranks 23rd in the country in terms of infection. The recovery rate of the state has gone up to 98%. The state reported 453 new cases and 1,329 patients have recovered from infection. Active cases have come down to 7,071, while the positivity rate reduced to 0.5%. No new cases have been reported in 10 districts. In only two districts of the state, Indore and Bhopal, the weekly positivity rate is more than 2%. Meanwhile, a day ahead of the opening of the market in Bhopal from today under graded unlock, vaccination drive at 39 vaccination centers was organized for the traders and their staffers. Pooja Pivardhan, AIR News, Bhopal. You are listening to the morning news on All India Radio. A reminder of the headlines before we move on. Union government approves increase in the minimum support price for all mandated kharif crops for marketing season 2021-22. 
One crore 20 lakh farmers benefit from the outgoing procurement operations with MSP value of over 1,54,000 crore rupees. National COVID recovery rate improves to 94.55%. More than 24 crore COVID vaccine doses administered in the country so far under the world's largest vaccination drive. Gujarat government to relax COVID lockdown curbs following constant decline in cases. Jharkhand extends COVID lockdown for one more week with certain relaxations. IISC Bangalore tops QS World University rankings and research category. Three Indian universities also achieved top 200 positions. Red alert issued for Mumbai as monsoon becomes active in Maharashtra. Residential structure collapses in Mumbai suburb killing 11 persons. And in the French Open tennis, 13-time champion Rafael Nadal to face top-seeded Novak Djokovic in the men's single semi-final. For quick news updates around the clock, follow us on our Twitter handle at the rate AIR News Alerts. Welcome back. You're listening to the Morning News on All India Radio. The centre has been disseminating awareness of six national helpline numbers created for the benefit of citizens during the COVID-19 pandemic. The child helpline number is 1098. For senior citizens of Delhi, Karnataka, Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, Tamil Nadu, Telangana, Uttar Pradesh and Uttarakhand, the helpline number is 14567. The helpline number of the National Institute of Mental Health and Neurosciences, NIMHANS, for psychological support is 0804-611-0007. Ayush COVID-19 counselling helpline number is 1443 and my WhatsApp help desk number is 9013-151515. IISC Bengaluru has been ranked as number one university in research category in the world ranking by QS World University Rankings 2022. Three Indian universities have also achieved top 200 positions. Quaker Lee Simmons QS, a British company specializing in the analysis of higher education institutions around the world, released the 18th edition of the world's international university rankings yesterday. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has congratulated IIT Bombay, IIT Delhi and IISE Bengaluru for top 200 positions in QS World University Rankings 2022. In a tweet, Mr. Modi said, Efforts are underway to ensure more universities and institutions of India scale global excellence and support intellectual prowess among the youth. The government has approved 708 proposals for construction of 3,61,000 houses under the Pradhan Mantri Avas Yojana Urban PMAYU. The decision was taken at the 54th meeting of the Central Sanctioning and Monitoring Committee, CSMC, under PMAYU, held in New Delhi. The meeting was attended by 13 states and union territories. These houses are proposed to be constructed across beneficiary-led construction and affordable housing in partnership verticals. U.S. President Joe Biden yesterday began his first trip abroad after becoming the President of America. Biden said he would deliver a clear message to Russian President Vladimir Putin when they meet next week after separate summits with NATO, G7 and the European leaders. He added that the U.S. wants stable and predictable relationships with Russia. Biden said he is determined to rebuild transatlantic ties and reframe relations with Russia after four rocky years under Republican former President Donald Trump, whose tariffs and withdrawal from treaties strained relations with major allies. 
The U.S. president will make his first stop of the trip at the seaside village of St. Ives in Cornwall, where he will participate in the G7 summit. The southwest monsoon reached South Gujarat with some parts of Alsad and Navsari districts receiving monsoon showers yesterday. According to Weather Office, the southwest monsoon further advanced into the entire Arabian Sea and some parts of the South Gujarat on Wednesday. Local Weather Office has predicted heavy rainfall in Valsad district and Saurashtra region during this week. The southwest monsoon has also covered the entire Dadra Nagar Haveli. The Weather Office has also issued warning for fishermen not to venture into the sea till the 13th of June as the sea will remain rough along with wind velocity, which is expected to be around 40 to 50 km per hour. A red alert was sounded for Mumbai and neighbouring districts in Maharashtra as the monsoon arrived a day ahead of schedule. Heavy rains have been lashing the maximum city, causing roads and markets to be flooded and subways closed. Train and bus services were also thrown out of gear. The Inter-Meteorological Department, IMD, issued a red alert for Mumbai and neighbouring districts like Thane, Palgar and Raigarh, warning of moderate to intense spells of rainfall over the next three to four hours. Talking to AIR News IMD DG, Mrityanjay Mohapatra said, Southeast monsoon is now coming to the south of Maharashtra, Central India and Eastern India. In the southeast monsoon, there is a local area in the north of Bengal. There is also a monsoon in the east an orange alert has been sounded for the next four days. The weather department also said Mumbai and its suburbs are likely to receive moderate to heavy rainfall or thunderstorms over the next 24 to 48 hours. Our Mumbai correspondent reports an orange alert has also been issued for Konkan districts. Some parts of Mumbai and suburbs are witnessing spells of heavy rain even today, but the intensity is less as compared to yesterday. Although due to heavy rains, two-story house collapsed in Malar area of Mumbai last night and 11 people died in the mishaps. Spells of heavy rain are witnessed in neighboring Thane and Palgar districts. Crops were damaged in Yavatmal, Bid, Parbhani and Dhule due to heavy rain yesterday. In Yavatmal district, very heavy rain was witnessed and the water started flowing over the bridges and in some parts, the water from nearby Nalas entered the farmland and damaged the soil. In Parbhani district, under construction roads were washed away due to heavy rain. Shailesh Patil, AIR News, Mumbai. Eleven persons died and seven injured after a residential structure collapsed in Malwani area in Malad suburb of Mumbai. The ground plus two structure collapsed last night around 11 p.m. due to heavy rain. The injured have been admitted in a private hospital. Police and fire brigade personnel rushed to the spot and carried out evacuation operation. And now in Sports Roundup, All India Radio brings you the latest news updates from the world of sports through the day. As the countdown begins for Tokyo Olympic, with 43 days to go for the big games, we profile some of the promising Indian medal contenders. Today, we will talk about India's prominent table tennis star, Manika Batra. 
25 year old Monica Batra shot to fame by winning two gold medals at the 2018 Commonwealth Games. Her bronze medal at the 2018 Jakarta Asian Games in the mixed doubles event with Achant Sharat Kamal was a historic one for the country. Monica had featured in her maiden Olympics in Rio in 2016. Monica was bestowed with India's highest sporting award Rajiv Gandhi Khel Ratna in August last year. Apart from the singles, Monica will also be competing in the mixed doubles at the Tokyo Games along with Sharat Kamal Achant. Monica and Sharat Kamal's splendid performance to qualify for the mixed doubles draw have made many bet on them as potential medal contenders in Tokyo. Meanwhile, Indian Olympic Association, respecting the sentiments of the people of the country, has decided that the nation's athletes would wear unbranded sports apparel in the Olympic Games. In an official statement, Indian Olympic Association President Dr. Narendra Dhruv Batra and Secretary General Rajiv Mehta said, IOA has decided to withdraw existing contract with an apparel sponsor. Indian athletes, coaches and support staff will wear unbranded apparel, the statement added. In some more news, the remainder of the 2021 Indian Premier League IPL will be played between September the 19th and October the 15th in the United Arab Emirates. BCCI Vice President Rajiv Shukla has confirmed the dates, despite International Cricket Council not officially announcing the dates for the T20 World Cup that immediately follows the IPL. In the French Open men's section, 13-time champion Rafael Nadal and top-seeded Novak Djokovic will face each other in the semi-final on Friday. Nadal entered his 14th French Open semi-finals with a 6-3-4-6-6-4-6-0 win over Argentina's 10th-seeded Diego Schwarzman, while Djokovic beat heavy-hitting Italian Matteo Berrettini 6-3-6-2-6-7-5-7-5 in an intense duel. Djokovic and Nadal have faced off 57 times, with Djokovic leading 29-28, but Nadal has defeated his nemesis at the Roland Garros, winning seven of their eight clashes, including last year's final. Number five-seeded Stefano Tsitsipas shattered the dreams of world number two Daniel Medvedev, becoming world number one by beating him in straight sets, 6-3, 7-6, to enter the semi-finals. Tsitsipas will now face world number six Alexander Zverev, who had earlier defeated Spaniard Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, 6-4, 6-1, 6-1. In the women's section, defending champion Iga Swiatek was sent packing by Greek world number 18 Maria Sakkari 6-4-6-4 to set up a semi-final clash against Czech Republic's Barbora Prejakova. And now let's take a look at the weather update for today. The national capital Delhi will have strong winds during daytime. Minimum temperature was 30 degrees and maximum will go up to 41 degrees. Jammu will have a mainly clear sky becoming partly cloudy towards the afternoon or evening. Minimum temperature was 30 degrees Celsius, while maximum will be around 43 degrees Celsius. Srinagar will also have a mainly clear sky, becoming partly cloudy towards the afternoon or evening. Temperature will hover between 20 and 34 degrees Celsius. Leh will have a generally cloudy sky. Temperature will hover between 10 and 27 degrees Celsius. Gilgit will see a partly cloudy sky with temperatures moving between 16 and 40 degrees Celsius. Muzaffarabad will have a mainly clear sky, becoming partly cloudy towards the evening. Temperature will hover between 24 and 41 degrees Celsius. And now an overview of today's newspapers. Jitin Prasada of the Congress joining the BJP. Heavy rains throwing life out of gear in Mumbai. And the centre giving a hike in MSP for Kharif crops 
are some of the prominent stories covered in today's newspapers. Hindustan Times writes, blow to Congress as Prasada joins BJP. Modest hike in Kharif MSPs to curb inflation headlines the Financial Express. 50 to 62 percent rise in MSP OK to increase farmers' income informs the pioneer. Master plan aim, green capital, 24-7 economy, writes Hindustan Times. Financial Minister Nirmala Sitharaman's statement is the top headline in the Economic Times, 9.3 million jabs a day for herd immunity by September the 30th, says Minister. And finally, in a bizarre incident, a priest who went to a government procurement centre to sell wheat grown on a temple land was asked to produce the Aadhaar card of the deity. Priests asked to produce Aadhaar card of God at Monday, reports the pioneer. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Union government approves increase in minimum support price for all mandated Kharif crops for marketing season 21-22. One crore 20 lakh farmers benefit from ongoing procurement operations with MSP value of over 1,54,000 crore rupees. National COVID recovery rate improves to 94.55%. More than 24 crore COVID vaccine doses administered in the country so far under the world's largest vaccination drive. Gujarat government to relax COVID lockdown curves following constant decline in cases. Jharkhand extends COVID lockdown for one more week with certain relaxations. IISC Bengaluru tops QS World University rankings in research category. Three Indian universities also achieved top 200 positions. Red alert issued for Mumbai as monsoon becomes active in Maharashtra. And in French Open tennis, 13-time champion Rafael Nadal to face top-seeded Novak Djokovic in men's singles semi-final. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a great day.